the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. Pastor Rander's message awakens this question in us. What is God's will for my life now that I am saved? Given life's circumstances, we may need to ask this question more than once. God gives us free will. He doesn't force himself on us. So it is up to us to seek, study, obey, and meditate on his word if we are to reap all of the blessings that come from serving him. We will fall immeasurably short of what he has in store for us if we do anything less. You'll want to take notes, so have your Bible, pen, and paper ready. Uh, Psalms 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go. And furthermore, he says, I will guide you with my eye. And then I love Psalms 119.105, which says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. The word of God is like, is like a lamp. It, it, it lightens the path. It directs your path. It keeps you from walking into bo- spiritual booby traps and going the wrong direction. God will order your steps according to his word. Your word, the Bible, the law of God, the, the Holy Scriptures, Uh, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light to my path. When you allow the Bible to direct your life, it will keep you from wasting the precious gift of time. Navigate you through satanic schemes and strategies. The word of God will place you in the center of God's will and give you success. I say that again because that's so critical. When you allow the Bible to direct your life, it will keep you from wasting the precious gift of time. Once you once you've lost time, you can't ever regain that back. So you don't want to lose time. The word of God will help you navigate through satanic schemes and strategies, place you in the center of God's will and give you success. Joshua chapter one, verse eight also says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Beloved, the word of God will reveal the will of God. How many of you want to know God's will for your life? Let me see your hands. Do you really want from children on up? I submit to you today and I tell you today, my friends, the word of God reveal the will of God. If you depend on the word of God exclusively, and, and obey it and allow it to guide your life, then you will have success from God's perspective. Now, but a lot of people have success, but they don't have it from God's perspective. God knows how to grant success. His word will, will reveal his will. Number seven, an, old, an unholy life will interfere with you knowing God's will. 
An unholy life will interfere with you knowing God's will. You must pursue a life of separation and purity. First Peter chapter one, verses 14 through 16 says, as obedient children do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. There was a time we were all ignorant, and that was a time we just didn't know better. There was a time you didn't know better, and that's why some people don't like to come to church because they know they're going to be held accountable. But, but listen, ignorance of God's law is no excuse. Just like ignorance of man's law is no excuse. I ran the light. I didn't know that light was there. He said, well, I'm going to help you remember. <laughs> okay? It says, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy. That's a command because I am holy. God is, a, God is a holy God. And we look more like Christ when we live holy in an unholy world. Holiness is wrapped up in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14a, which says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. His people? He said, my people have wicked ways. And you got to turn from them if you're going to know God's will for, for your life. Some wicked ways of believers are pride, too high of a view of yourself, a judgmental spirit, you're judging everybody but yourself, cheating, taxes is tax time, um, cheating on tests, cheating on husbands and wives and everything else. Uh, you can stay quiet all you want. The truth is the truth. If it's the truth, you ought to say amen. Uh, listen, uh, wickedness is profanity. And there's some of you under my voice, by radio, television, right here in this congregation. You can outcuss the world. Gossip. Gossip. That's evil. Manipulation. Some of you, you professional manipulators. Jealousy. Because of what other folk have. Or what you didn't get. Racial prejudice. Because somebody doesn't look like you. Don't have the same skin color. How stupid. Negativity. I mean, you, if it's negative, you can find it. If it's Christ-like, you can't see it. Selfishness. It's all about you. Sexual immorality. All kind of deviant, deviant sexual illicit behaviors. Drug abuse. You can't know the will of God. Being uh, high, that's right, high, just you're out of your mind, crazy-headed. How are you going to know the will of God like that? Uh, idolatry, your money is, has become idol. Uh, your, your job becomes your idol. Your dog becomes your idol. Your house, your car, everything, I, idolatry. You, you, you become an idol. Uh, I idol a lot of celebrities and sports figures and politicians and had the folk you're following them headed straight to hell. Why are you going to follow somebody on their way to hell? That's right. Stop following folk that's going to hell. You say, how do you know? All you got to do is look. If you don't see no fruits in their life, that's right. And, and they, if, they're not, if their lives are not lined up with this book, and you, you, you who ran them, there are rappers that's going to hell. Look how quiet it's getting in here now. There's some media personalities that's going to hell. That's right. And so, listen, I, I, I tell you, life is too short to be following the wrong folk. 
idolatry, greed will keep you from knowing the will of God, and so much more. Do not expect to know God's will while living an unholy life. Number eight, you will not discover God's will for your life if you focus on your inadequacies. You'll not know his will if you're focusing on your insecurities. You'll not know his will if you're focusing on past failures. Well, I'm not going to try again. If you don't try, how are you going to know God's will? Your lack of faith. You don't believe God to work through you. Small mindset. You know, I mean, God is a huge God, but your mind, is, your mind is so small. Your view and perspective of God is so tiny. Your lack of education. Listen, there are persons right in this room who are quite successful without a degree. Now, I'm not promoting don't get a degree and you're going to be successful. You get all you can while you can. Because God, but with God's hands on you, I mean, God will, God will bless you with or without. Amen. Just live holy. God will put you, God will put you over degree people when your life is right. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They be wondering, how you get that job? How you get, God put me there. That's right. That's right. God put you there. And you got some degreed people, the biggest fool in the company, still paying for the loan and got fired because they can't get along with anybody. Bad attitude. That's right. PhD and, and silly willy. You know, uh, 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 you focus on your fears or your rejection. Refuse to tell God how inadequate you are. You know, Moses tried to do that. Gideon uh, tried to pull that on God. You know, and, and, other, and other biblical personalities. But guess what? It didn't work. Didn't work. So what do you do? Pray. Prepare yourself. If you need certification, get the certification. If you need a degree, get a degree. If God want to bless you without the degree, that's his business. Pray, prepare yourself, and press on. Trust in Christ to use you. And realize that if you're going to be used, it is God who will accomplish his will through you. He does extraordinary things through ordinary people. How many, how many of you believe that? God will gladly take over navigating our lives when we surrender to him. He's standing on the outside, waiting for us to open the door of our hearts from the inside. We must let him in and give him complete control. As Pastor Rander continues today's message, listen closely as he focuses in on God's criteria for knowing his will and what we must willingly do to live in him, through him, and for him. God must always be first in all things, and we must submit to his lordship in all things. Remember to keep your Bible, pen, and paper handy. God does extraordinary things through ordinary people. I'm still amazed with, as to how God used me in spite of myself in my humble beginning. Sometimes people say, oh, how, did, how did you get here? I didn't just accidentally get to where I am now. Uh, there was a process and how God took me from where I was back in Cashmere Garden. 
and, and gradually uh, navigated my life and moved me to another church. And at that next church, there my wife was waiting on me. It didn't, fullness of time, moved me to San Antonio. Then moved me to, uh, my wife, to start a church in Sa uh, San Antonio that's now been 30 years ago. I mean, he, he was just never, and moved me now to preach all over the world to the glory of God and given me these tremendous blessings that I don't deserve. It is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he will do for you. And some, and some folk have the audacity to get jealous because of what you have, but they don't know your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did y'all hear what I said? They don't know your story. They don't know what you've been. They might be judging you, but they don't know your story. They don't know how you got where you are. Get out the judgment seat. God, I'm going to tell you something. You better believe it. If you want to know God's will, you got to believe that God still worked miracles. Because Luke 137 says, for with God, nothing will be impossible. He said, put me to the test. I'll show you just who I am. I'll show you what I can do. I'll, I'll confound your mind. Matter of fact, I'll blow your mind. Try me. Try, believe me. Live in such a way that I can bless you. Number nine. I'm getting happy on these points now. Number nine. You know you are in the will of God when you have inner peace from Christ when making major decisions. You know you are in the will of God when you have inner peace from Christ when making major decisions. My friends, uncertainty and restlessness may be an indication that you're going the wrong direction. You're about to buy something or go somewhere or move or do something that's major and you can't sleep. You have a sense of uh, uh, restlessness. Uh, you have a sense of uncertainty. It may be an indication that that's not of God and you're going the wrong direction. And then let me tell you this. Furthermore, uh, the Lord will provide, often provide a confirmation to validate your decision. That's right. He, he'll send a confirmation, strangely enough through the strangers of people, and you don't know God is speaking to you, and you say, ah, that's just what I needed. And that person don't even know that they're they the validation that you needed. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? I mean, God will validate his will, uh, validate the decision, and he does it in strange ways. He can, do, he can use an unbeliever to validate. He can, he, can, he can use your mother, your child, uh, a stranger, God, 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 your pastor, your teacher, your Sunday school uh, uh, teacher, and so forth and so on. Uh, so he'll, he'll, that inner peace is so essential in knowing the will of God. John sixteen thirty three a says, these things I have spoken to you that in me, in Christ, you will have peace. Number 10, the will of God involves knowing what he has gifted you to do. The will of God involves knowing what he has gifted you to do. Now, that's big. Only when you are operating in your area of giftedness can, you can God maximize himself through you. I say it again. Only when you are operating in your area of giftedness can God maximize himself through you. Uh, Romans 12, 6a says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, 
let us use them. What? The spiritual gifts that he has deposited in us at the point of salvation. God reveals his spiritual gifts to those who have the mind of Christ. He reveals the spiritual gifts. See, many of you have spiritual gifts, but you don't even know what they are. And I'm telling you how you how you can know your spiritual gifts. You have to have the mind of Christ. You must meditate on the word of God and you must have intimacy with Christ. You can't be distant from God and know your spiritual gifts. There there are a lot of spiritual gifts inventories out there, surveys to discover your gifts. I don't care who about that stuff. You don't have to take some little test, some little formula. Listen, God will do that. You don't, that test, no, 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 no. It's not by, by some little test as an indication. If you have the mind of Christ, meditate on the word of God, and you're very close to God intimately, you will discover what your spiritual gift is. Now, let me say something uh, that's, that needs to be said. There are many unbelievers who possess incredible natural talents. There are people who are not saved that can out-sing you. They can beat you playing basketball. They can beat you in this and that and that and that and go way beyond. But those are natural talents which comes from God as well. However, for believers, after receiving Christ as your personal Savior, the Holy Spirit is the one. He's the person who imparts spiritual gifts to believers in order to build up the body of Christ. Natural unsaved people can't do that. Only spiritual believers can build up the body of Christ through their giftedness and equip the saints for the work of ministry. You say, how do you know that? Because of Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, which says, and he, Christ himself, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry and for the edifying. Edifying means to build up for the edifying of the body of Christ. I want you to hear me, please, in the name of Jesus. Hear me. Hear what the word is saying. One of the primary ways to know your spiritual gift is that God will burden your heart and give you an unquenchable desire to serve him in a specific area. That's a a sign right there. That desire won't go away. You can try to run from it. You can try to suppress it, but but it's still there, and you just you full of anguish. You 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 just ill at ease because your heart is burdened because God is at work in you, and He's shaking up your comfort zone because He wants to do something special with you, through you, and to you. I remember when God called me to preach when I was 18 years old. Then I'm going to turn around and pull a Jonah and try to run from him. How do you run from God when he's everywhere present? I was running from the responsibility. I didn't want him, At 18 in high school, I didn't want to be called reverend and preacher and all of this. And I tried to find my pastor, tell him about it. I couldn't find him. I said, oh, I ain't called. If I was called, I found my pastor. I was talking about what, all right, that's a whole other story. I know y'all like stories, but I, I, I can't go. We'll talk about that another time. That gets too long. But I was miserable. 
I knew God had called me to preach. I had no, I had no doubts about it. My heart was burdened. And then I, I was afraid to sleep at night because I just knew if I fell asleep and died and, and stood before God, I, it wasn't an issue of salvation. I was saved. But when I stand before God and, and glaze in those, and gaze in those eyes, and he said, why didn't you preach my word? I would be so ashamed. And I was afraid of letting God down when I stood before him in glory. And the weight got heavier and heavier and heavier. And nothing could comfort me. Nothing could satisfy me. I, I, I had to surrender. And when I surrendered that day, oh man, 39 years ago, it was like a weight was lifted off me. And I, then I was so um, hurt that I didn't move soon enough. Because when I started preaching, I said, God, this is pretty good. I'm liking this. I'm fulfilled. I want to do this. I, I went to Bible school. I prepared myself. I studied. I taught Sunday school. I preached on the streets. I did what some of y'all haven't done yet here. Some of y'all won't knock on one door. Talking about Lord use me. He said, I use you when you go knock on one door. Now you, oh, I got to pray about knocking on the door. You don't have to pray about what God already told you to do. <laughs> Won't y'all say amen? I was troubled. I was full of anguish. I was burdened. And when I surrendered, I was free. And now look what, because I surrendered, look what God has done. Second church I pastored. Three decades of ministry here. All the clinics and orphanages. God, God has used us in Africa and, and Uganda and Rwanda. How we how I preach uh, over in Ukraine, in the Republic of Georgia, uh, in the Philippines, in Jamaica, uh, in New Zealand. I, I just keep calling, uh, headed toward Latvia, uh, all these places. I mean, I said, God, how do you do this? And then if I hadn't surrendered, I wouldn't be preaching to you right now. You would know me and I would know you. I'm so glad I surrendered. Thank you, God, for using me. When you don't surrender, you are messing with your blessing. And God is, when you stand before God in heaven, happy Holy Ghost. When you stand before God in heaven, he's going to show you all the stuff you could have had. And how he could have used you most, most magnificently. But you kept telling God, no, not now. Uh-uh, that ain't me. And you keep on putting that in God's face. God says, okay, and you're going to miss it. And God will use somebody else. And you're going to regret it. And, and Satan's going to play games with you. And Satan even call you fool. Why didn't you take advantage? And then Satan, he flips the script on you then. So, so whatever you got to do for God, go and do it. So one of the primary ways to know you're gifted is that God will burden your heart and give you an unquenchable desire to serve him in a specific area. If you are serving in your area of weakness, now some people think they call and they're not called in that area 
and they're making a mess. If you're not called to teach and the, and, the, and the class can't do nothing, you might need to get out. That's right. You know, if you think you got the gift of teaching, uh, st- uh, start with vacation Bible school. So if you, you're not, if you mess up, you only got a week. Okay? <laughs> and some folk, they mess up, and it's not their niche, and I can see it, and, uh, and then you try to move them, then they mad at you, but no, they mad at you, but, 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 but they can't do nothing with where they are, and don't want to move. They're blocking somebody else's blessing that could do more with what you have and won't give up, and you can't do nothing with it. If you're serving in an area of weakness, you will struggle, become frustrated. If you're not operating in your area of giftedness, you will lose confidence and you will negatively affect those around you. I believe it is God's will for you to use the spiritual gift that he has placed within you. Now, listen closely. A sure sign that you are in the will of God It's when you maintain an excitement and passion in the area that God has called you to serve. That's how you know you're where God has gifted you to be. You say, how do you know that? You're still passionate about it. You're still excited about it. I mean, you you don't mind working at it. I mean, I worked on this message until I walked out of here and still at the 11th hour, I'm still looking one more time and just one more time. And I'm, I'm just loving the one more time. Now, somebody said, do you get tired? Yeah. Yeah, I get tired. Yeah, I get tired. But when I think about you and not want your blood on, on my hands and not getting your whipping, I'm going to preach the truth. Won't y'all say Amen. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Graper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.